Check out the Political Truth Apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout. The year is 2022. Cancel culture is the new normal. Online freedom as we know it has ended. Digital stockades are here. All activity is monitored, stored, and predictively analyzed by a technological cartel. We're being converted into a digital resource, a digital currency, to be farmed for metadata and loaded into a computerized combine, blockchained to a social engineering operating system. However, it doesn't have to be this way. Be part of a new technological revolution. Right now, 1,000 test pilots have launched themselves into a new digital frontier, a private network outside of big tech control. New technology with state-of-the-art digital engagement and never-done-before security and privacy features that are now operational. With Quick's digital engagement, entertainment, communication, and commercial exchange, will never be the same. We are QUX. Quicks. Advanced pre-release sales are limited to 3,000. Order now by visiting quicks.tv. Get yours now before they sell out. Be part of a brand new online experience that you control.
I got it. I got it. I got it. Silence. Silencio. Silencio. Okay. Microphone. Okay. We caught it uh, here in about 20 to 30 seconds. 30 seconds? I think we got it in 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. We got it. We got it. Okay. We got it. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold on. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. You're not good over there on Foxhole just yet. Thank you, Gwen. Yes, mute. I got you, Disco Ball Chaser. <laughs> just need to know, Disco Ball Chaser, all the above. Thank you so much for alerting me of the mute gate transpiring on this Wednesday, October 5th, 2022, here first and live at The Sea Report. I am your host, Mr. C. I think we recovered pretty well. Thank you, just to need to know. Thank you, Disco Ball Chaser, for the 5x5. Five five. Much appreciated. What would I do without these quick spirited wisps here? That inform me of my mute gatedness. Okay. <laughs> Even with the audiences at Rumble and at Odyssey and at Twitch and at etc. Trovo Clout Hub D Live. I had to, I had to depend on the uh, I had to depend on the platform that gets the message last. <laughs> Anyways, it's all good. You know, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It is one of those Wednesdays, y'all. It's one of those Wednesdays. You know, Wednesday is a busy day. We had a pretty good day here at Lone Star News this afternoon. I don't know how many of you whippersnappers out there might have caught the episode you're always welcome to share it. And you know, if you are over at foxhole.appandpill.net, you're always welcome to repost tonight's proceedings and any of our previous. Uh, the last one about Tarrant County, Texas and Lone Star News this afternoon, I thought was a pretty good presentation. I recommend you go back and take a look or take a listen if you would prefer to get these live stream broadcasts in your ear and in a podcast, then you can always tune into anchor.fm slash the C report, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, C report, uh, anchor.fm slash the C report. You know, I could have sworn I had that um, here somewhere in my notes. Let's see here. Aren't you in my notes? Anchor.fm slash the C report. Oh, there you are. There she is. Anchor.fm slash the C report. And you can get all of the Mr. C TV news live streams from the C report to Lone Star News in podcast format. It's available on any of your favorite podcasting apps, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever your app is that you listen to podcasts on, you can get this one. Subscribe to it. Listen to it. It's safe to drive with. You know what I mean? 
If you got it on Spotify, you'll also get this live stream, which, you know, incidentally, for yesterday's episode of the C-Report, guys, let's be real. If you are a podcast, ver- uh, if you are a podcast audience member and you did not speak Russian or Ukrainian <laughs> for about, I don't know, maybe a fifth of the episode, you were like, what the hell are these people talking about? You know, okay, so on Spotify, and I'm not promoting Spotify because, you know, it is a great big tech giant uh, dinosaur of sorts. Uh, when I say dinosaur, of course, I mean lizard person, not ancient person, right? Okay, so Spotify, of course, you know, they're big tech censorship, you know, whatever, jerk-offs. But you can get this very in-living color, HD quality. You can see this potato head speaking before you. I just need to remember to speak into the mic, right? Okay, you can see this potato head speaking before you. On Spotify, but on other podcasting platforms, you may not be able to do such things. Here's the thing, though, is that like yesterday, we did this whole spot on Ukraine and Russia, right? And we played these documentary footages from the Donbass with people speaking in Russian, talking about the referendum, etc., etc., etc. Now, if you're a podcast listener, and you don't speak Russian, well, <laughs> one-fifth of yesterday's episode might be like, hey, you would have to go to Spotify and watch it, or you would just have to go to thecreport.com. That's right, thecreport.com. Click on live shows and find out what podcasting, live streaming, platform website app is to your fancy ladies and gentlemen at the cereport.com you can figure out you can demystify this mystery for yourself where will i listen to the c report at how will i get my stories from mr c whether it's texas or beyond whether it is uh i don't know the galaxy or within well you go to the cereport.com ladies and gentlemen and you choose your you choose your platform now eventually we'll have an entire mr c tv website with our own broadcasting right on it so you'll be like hey it's 8 p.m well i got to go watch this show on mr c tv and you know there might be some times when there's nothing coming on mr c tv that's okay, but at least you know where to find your Mr. CTV broadcasting. And it will be on the Mr. CTV channel when that day comes. Until then, why don't you grow with us, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to clip out. Uh, have you guys ever seen this movie? Uh, it's this movie from the 1980s. It's called She-Devil, and it stars Roseanne Barr and Meryl Streep. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this other movie called Kindergarten Cop. And there's just like this, this principal who stands all but like five foot one, right? And she's like, 
you know, uh, she's the principal of the school. She's like, not so tough without your car. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's not her. Anyways, anyways, the point of the matter is she's like, okay, in this up, never mind. Okay, you're gonna just blue, just grow with the C report. Just go grow with Mr. CTV when I clip out whatever illusion I am bringing to you, I will share it with you at that point. <laughs> Till then, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Hey, Skeeter Burke, what's going on? Good to see you this evening, ma'am. Thank you for gifting the cookie. Cal Gone, take me away, says Skeeter Burke. Skeeter Burke has Spotify Premium. Skeeter Burke, I hope you're subscribed to the C Report. I hope you're subscribed to Mr. CTV's The C Report. If you have Premium, girl, you can listen to my show commercial free, okay? Hey, it might even work out better for you there now because now you also get the live stream over at, okay, Skeeterberg. Case in point, we get it where we can, right, Skeeterberg? Okay, Spotify, I'll be honest with you. I did have premium until my gold pills ran out. And now <laughs> I'm telling you guys, subscribe to the C-Report and Mr. CTV at Spotify. And beyond, it'll be much appreciated. And like I said, you know, if you miss an episode of the Sea Report or Lone Star News, Skeeter Burke, ever again in the future, at least you can catch it on Spotify. Eh? What do you say about that? All right. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. She says, I don't have to spend time looking for music. It's all very well curated. I agree. You know what, Skeeter Burke? Is not your news well curated here at The Sea Report? Subscribe today over at Spotify and get the live stream as well. <laughs> yeah, Skeeter Burke says, wait. So yeah, I need to subscribe because I'm not yet. Okay, thank you, Skeeter Burke. <laughs> You are cracking me up, girl. Thank you so much for subscribing to me on Spotify, Skeeter Burke. <laughs> no, but seriously, please do. Because you know what? You know what? There, there are times when I do not see you in my Lone Star News audience. And I wonder, did Skeeter Burke get that message today? Hey, Skeeter, you better let me know what your county commissioner says. Let me know how they respond to that letter we mailed off, okay? Because we'll do an episode on that as well. We'll do an episode on that as well on Lone Star News, 3 p.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Central Time, here at Mr. CTV. When we get the Mr. CTV channel up and running, you know, where you can only find Mr. CTV content over at Mr. CTV, uh, 3 p.m. Central Time. You'll be there if you're Texas kinfolk and you find any value to what I have to offer. Hey, creative writer, what's up? Thank you for gifting the can. I think a drink is merited along with that Calgon bath and maybe a blunt or two, says creative writer. Thank you for the can, creative writer. I can't speak for the blunt, but I can say cheers for the drink. I've got myself a fine roasted blend here <laughs> of grapes, otherwise fermented. Thank you. Mm. And uh, yes, what else is going on in the chat room? Skeeter Burke with another cook. Thank you for the cookie. We 
watch CNN so you don't have to. That is Mr. C. <laughs> Hey, Tam Grell, what's up? What is up? What's going on, guys? Thank you so much. I appreciate you all bringing the uh, warm welcome to this Wednesday. Warm welcome Wednesdays here at the Sea Report. What else are we going to do or talk about? It is Wednesday, October 5th. I do have quite a few things to talk about. You know, it is Wednesday. Like I said, it's my busy day. We did Lone Star News. We did a great episode this afternoon. If you're in Tarrant County or Fort Worth, Texas, you might want to listen to that episode. Uh, why don't you all hop into pill.net or the foxhole.app and repost it. Repost this very episode today. All of you all. Today, right now, let's do an experiment. What happens if you repost this episode right here and now? Could we multiply from 11 to 22 to 33 to 44 to 55 to 66 to 101? Let's reach for 121, ladies and gentlemen. Repost that episode. Where we go on, we go all. That's exactly correctly so. And uh, we've got quite a story for you guys tonight. Lone Star News was good. Um, let's see what else is up for tonight. Uh, there are quite, oh, hello guys. Hello. Hello. I would be remiss not to discuss our opening video. Should I, uh, should I play it for you all again? Do you think that would be uh, a good thing? We're not done with this just yet, guys, just so you know. We're not done with it just yet. We're only just beginning. It's uh, the uh, it's the sound of good news, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, good news is always news that has to do with, at least in my regard, free speech. You know what I mean? Free speech and uh, what else? First Amendment rights. Spreading the word, getting it out there. Did you hear about it, guys? It's coming to the C-Report. It's coming to Mr. CTV. What's coming? This is coming. The year is 2022. Cancel culture is the new normal. Online freedom as we know it has ended. Digital stockades are here. All activity is monitored, stored, and predictively analyzed by a technological cartel. We're being converted into a digital resource, a digital currency to be farmed for metadata and loaded into a computerized combine blockchained to a social engineering operating system. However, it doesn't have to be this way. Be part of a new technological revolution. Right now, 1,000 test pilots have launched themselves into a new digital frontier, a private network outside of big tech control. New technology with state-of-the-art digital engagement and never-done-before security and privacy features that are now operational. 
with Quick's digital engagement, entertainment, communication, and commercial exchange will never be the same. We are QUX. Quick's Advanced pre-release sales are limited to 3,000. Order now by Okay, 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 okay. Limited time only. Get your Quicks box now while you can. <laughs> that was the intro, guys. So um, Quicks, Q-U-I-X, guys. Uh, we will be live streaming. Launch date is T minus 10 days. I'm getting pretty nervous over here at the C studios to see how it goes. So just uh, happy to announce, you know, I want to bring you guys a little bit more information about QUIX and exactly what it is. You know, there, there are individuals who would probably explain this private network better than I could, other than to say with, um, uh, with the kind of uh, work that has been put together within this device, it's uh, it, it is all a uh, very um, uh, what what is the word pre pre something or other pre something or other. They built everything themselves, guys. They built everything to make a private network. I don't know how else to describe it. Oh, pardon me. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're scheduled to launch in about 10 days or so, 10 days or so on the Quantum User Experience Network. It's kind of like a TV box as best as I can describe it. It's on its own private network. Anything that feeds through its hardware and software components um, basically become untouchable to any of the big tech sensors outside of that network. Very excited, guys. Very excited to uh, be a part of this venture. And uh, we'll see how it goes in the future, guys. Revolutionizing the internet and uh, private and non-private networks. Don't know what you guys think about that, but I'll bring you more information as the nights and the days go along. All right, guys, let's jump into today's episode of the C Report. You know, there were not too many statements, if any at all, by President Trump today, so to speak, to share with you all. We did have uh, President Trump actually at some speaking engagements today. Uh, we'll have uh, kind of a bit of a highlight as well as uh, an interview that President Trump performed with just the news, not the noise. I go easy on John Raffensperger because I like skinny secretaries of state who are male. John Solomon and Amanda Head interviewing President Trump. We'll take a listen to that, guys, and see if there are any revelatory revelations coming from the boss and John Solomon Head and Amanda Head. Uh, and a couple of other stories to pepper and flavor the night. 
as we move into this evening of uh, headline enlightenment. How's your headline? My headline is pretty good. I mean, I never heard any complaints about my headlines. I don't know about your headlines. Okay, so with that said, let's see what we got here. President Oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, rest assured, Bolsonaro, Truth Social, Trump Truths, is that what you're looking for, ladies and gentlemen? Because that is what you're basically going to get. Let's see here. We had President Trump speaking at the America First Policy Institute. The very individuals headed up by Linda McMahon, who are all about pushing America first and ensuring that America first policies are instituted within the land. However, have no regard for election integrity or for calling out the fraud of the 2020 election. You know, with that statement, ladies and gentlemen, can I ask you all an honest question? By pointing out that the America First Policy Institute is all about instituting America First policies, but don't want anything to do with election fraud or exposing the fraud and the theft of the 2020 election, does that make me a black pillar? Did I tell you to give up? Did I tell you to stop fighting to restore this republic? Did I tell you to stop engaging your local electorate? Did I tell you to stop engaging your local officials, elected-wise? Did I tell you to stop believing in this country? Did I tell you to stop fighting for what is right, morally, and also judicially speaking? So, to point out the fact that uh, that is situation with the America First Policy Institute and how they're not going to do anything about the stolen election of 2020, how they're not going to back up Trump or point out how it was a fraud, how they're not going to fight for President Trump and the American people in spite of all of the election fraud evidence that is now sitting on everyone's lap. Does that make me a black pillar? Did I say to give up on America? Did I say to give up on fighting for restoring the Republic? No, I didn't. I just wanted to make that clear as we move along tonight. Because if I point out the flaws and the sins of those whom we're supposed to be trusting and ensuring that their fight will be with us shoulder to shoulder and restoring this republic, but yet they don't give a damn about the theft or the fraud that occurred in 2020. I just want to make sure that you guys understand that's not a black pill. That is just calling it as it is. What are we supposed to do? Turn a blind eye? Turn the other cheek to the guy who's going to stab you in the back? Bull. Really? Really? Is that what we're supposed to do? Oh, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure that if we're going to start calling people black pillars because no one has a mind of their own and they're all just listening to people all willy-nilly because they don't know who's right and who's wrong and all of these disinformation, misinformation, too much information, a little information. The man who had too little information, the man who had too much information operations, 
As long as all of you guys are going to be confused out there and you don't know who the hell you are, whether or not your head is your tail or your tail is your head, I just want to make sure I'm throwing that out there into the mix of things. Now, I know it's not me. I'm obviously not the black pillar here. <laughs> I don't know who is. Clearly, I'm not hearing who the black pillar is. Someone's a black pillar out there. It's not me. I'm saying fight for your republic, but be wary. <laughs> Some of these people, even the good guys, right? Even the good guys, you have to be weary. All right, y'all. You know, and you know, they're probably like this idiot over here. Like, <laughs> they're probably like this idiot over here. Like, we're not talking about him. Why does he keep taking it personal? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so President Trump spoke at AFPI, you know, the organization that doesn't give a damn about the theft of the 2020 election. But Linda McMahon heads it up. We might take a gander at that, guys. And then, of course, as I mentioned, President Trump speaking with John Solomon, I go easy on Bradford Raffensperger so we can canoodle at night over at Just the News. Interview with he and Amanda Head and a couple of other interesting stories. It's going to be a kind of light sea report episode 385, October 5th, 2022 for tonight, guys. Not too, too heavy. We got, we got uh, This Is News coming right up after this at 10 p.m., you know? So uh, I think you guys will enjoy what the proceedings will be. Otherwise, I thank you all for joining me tonight. Uh, you know, we got QUIX coming up, Quicks. That's exciting, okay? You know, really what I would like to do my my uh, my best life moment would be to have the uh, creator of QUIX on the show to kind of talk to you guys out in the audience about what exactly it is. He, they would be able to describe it better than I do and better do it better justice. I just I see it as uh, an avenue into um, the future proceedings of. Uh, free speech, shared information that's very important and very imperative for what's coming up in the future and uh, had to be a part of it, you know. But we'll see how that goes, guys. We'll see how that goes, you know. Don't, I don't want to promise you all the world and give you, you know, nothing. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Now, as far as President Trump, now, this, you know, I have scoured President Trump's truths for a statement for today. Again, we had some links to his speech over at the America First Policy Institute Hispanic Latinos uh, Conference held today in Miami, Florida. We'll take a look about, we'll take a look at that a little bit later on. Well, maybe we'll close the show out with it, guys. And, uh, see what president trump had to say in that regard a shared link about lou dobbs you know you got do you guys remember lou dobbs i remember lou dobbs i remember lou dobbs he was like on cnn on fox on cnn on fox they seem to just kind of throw him around and you know i remember growing up as a teenager even a uh, even a adolescent and seeing Lou Dobbs on the TV at night about 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., depending on 
who was in office, Republican or Democrat. And uh, <laughs> I always liked Lou Dobbs, but Lou Dobbs always seemed to bring out the truth about the administration in office, right? Like exposing them. So when Clinton was in, he was talking uh, trash about Clinton. When Bush was in, he was talking trash about Bush. And when Obama was in, well, you can better believe he was talking trash about Obama. That was Lou Dobbs. I miss Lou Dobbs on the air. Anyways, President Trump shared an article about him as well as President Jair Bolsonaro's son. So when I tell you that President Trump did not really have a formal statement at all, well, I'm not lying to you. I'm showing it to you because some people need to be shown, not told. Do you want me to go over this Loretta Lynn statement again? No, you don't. Okay. You don't. Just no, you don't. Just be honest. Okay. You don't. All right. <laughs> I know you guys are all like, what the heck, Mr. C? I loved Lou Dobbs, Tam Growl. Anyways. Lou Dobbs. Yep, Skeeterberg. We're all Lou Dobbs fans here. Good to know. Good to know. Nice, warm, and fuzzy. <laughs> all right, guys. It's time. We're going we're gonna to check out this uh, President Trump interview with just the news, not the noise. John Solomon. I go easy on Brad Raffensperger and Amanda Head. I don't know where this name came from. <laughs> she got... Skinny and old really quick, Amanda Head did. Anyways, uh, let's check this interview. It's not a long interview, but I thought it'd be interesting. Uh, we got President Trump talking about, uh, you know, what's going on with Mayor Alago. Uh, we got President Trump talking about elections, uh, paper ballots, etc. You know, as you know, the Brazil elections have been top of mind. The Italy elections have been top of mind. The French elections have been top of mind. And we're not done with it yet. Weren't we just talking about the Tarrant County elections at Lone Star News and how corrupt they are this afternoon? Oh, indeed we were. Here's this from Just the News, Not the Noise. Amanda Head and John Solomon. Speaking with President Trump, you didn't hear it from me. You heard it from them. The President of the United States, Mr. President, thank you so much for allowing us time to ask you a few questions. Thank you very much. During your administration, not only that, but also during your campaign, you ushered in a new Republican Party, a big tent Republican Party, and we saw waves of blacks and Hispanics move over to the Republican Party. We are 35 days out from the midterms. What is your advice to Republicans to seize on that movement? And what did Democrats do wrong to send people running? Well, you know, it's very interesting when you talk about the tremendous Hispanic population that's come and the African-American population. They want to see no crime because, you know, they're the biggest victims in the truest sense of the word. They want no crime and they want borders. What people didn't know about the Hispanic, when I talked about the wall, the wall, the wall, and then we built the wall, and then we want to build more wall, and all of this, that the people that most wanted it were the Hispanics, because they knew it was coming over. They knew the problems they were going to have. So I really think that you have to talk about more than anything else, obviously, the economic, the financial, all of the things, inflation. But you have to talk about crime, because they're so badly affected by it. 
And the Republicans have a big advantage on crime. I mean, how can you have not a big advantage when you look at defund the police? These people still want, and they still talk about defunding the police. So I think it really should be very good for Republicans. Yeah, that, that it is. Sir, you've had two big legal actions in the last two days. You sued CNN for $475 million, and today you took it to the Supreme Court challenging the Justice, Biden Justice Department. Tell us about both of those and why they're important to your future. Well, with uh, CNN, it's just like incredible. They just say anything. You know probably better than anybody, John. They'll say whatever comes to mind. They talk about the big lie. I said, well, prove the big lie. The big lie is not a big lie at all. It's the opposite. The big lie is the opposite. All the stats, we have everything. Unfortunately, we haven't had judges that want to look at it. They don't want to change elections, et cetera. But you show us it's a big lie. They will never be able to do that. And so we sued CNN for a lot of money, and we'll see how that goes. I think it should go very well. And the other is just a continuation of the weaponization of the Justice Department and the FBI. You know, if you look, and you covered it brilliantly, you look at the warehouses that the Bushes have, uh, warehouses that are totally unsecured. One of them is a broken front door. You can walk in if you want, and this is where they have all their records. Uh, you look at the $33,000, think of this, 33000 Hillary Clinton deleted emails. Right. You look at what happened with her husband, where they lost thousands and thousands of papers and documents, and that happened with Bush, too. And you look at all of the complexities and what happened with Obama. And then they talk about us. I think we were the most secure place. You take a look at this. We were probably the most secure. So it's a weaponization by the DOJ. And I think it's just something that has to stop. So we uh, we fight that battle. I think we're doing very well in that battle. And I think the public agrees with us because you know better than anybody, my poll numbers are higher now than they ever were. So I think the public understands what's happening. Mr. President, John and I both remarked how your demeanor out at rallies, I mean, you have thousands and thousands of people at these rallies who are so excited to be there and see you. And your demeanor is very similar to what it was in 2015 and 2016 when you were running for president. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to announce? Well, it's a very interesting statement. I appreciate it. I think that's very nice. But if you think about it, I did much better in 2020 than I did in 2016. Yeah. We got 12 million more votes. Yeah. We had uh, 63, and then we ended up with at least 12 million. I say much more than 12 million more votes. So people will often say, what was the difference between... 2016 and 2020, and I'll say, well, actually, the difference was we just did better rallies. We were much better. We did a much better job in 2020, but things happened that should never be allowed to happen again, because what you say, and I don't want to have your show canceled, so what you might do is you might just cut this question out. <laughs> no, no, we won't if you that. leave this answer, you'll probably be <laughs> censured and canceled. They already love no, what enough. I really want to know is that trend, is that going to continue in 2024? I, I think it will. I think that if I decide to do it, look, the rallies, you've seen the rallies. I think they're bigger than ever. We were in Alabama. We had 63,000. We were in Texas. We had 87,000 people show up. And uh, the one in Ohio, the one the other night in Michigan. I mean, these are tremendous rallies that are packed. And it's, uh, they say, the greatest show on earth. I don't know why, but they say it's the greatest <laughs> show on earth. We have a lot of fun at the rallies, and the people love it, and it's very good. I think it's very good for the country. Yeah. As you look out, uh, you have done a good job of identifying what it is that Biden did wrong. If you look ahead in 2024, whoever president is, Whoever the president is, who, what are the first few steps they need to do to reverse what Joe Biden has put into motion? 
Well, so many things should have never happened. Ukraine with Russia should have never happened. It would have never happened if I were president. It would have never. I can say that with 100 percent. Uh, I think he saw probably Putin looked and he saw the disaster in Afghanistan, one of the most embarrassing, probably the most embarrassing period of time in the history of our country. And he said, wow, this is my chance. But because he always wanted it. I knew that. But and I had a very good relationship with him. It would have never happened. And you may have Taiwan happening now, too. We'll see. But there are a lot of things that you wouldn't have done. First of all, the border. We had the border sealed up and beautiful as good. I guess probably everybody reports it. So I'll say it. But we had the strongest border in the history of the country, southern border. And now it's the worst border, I think, ever anywhere. This, I say in the rallies, there is no third world country that would allow millions of people to come in totally unchecked from prisons from all over the world. I mean, we have over 129 countries last month where people came in. That would mean you have 129 prison systems, I guess, in some form. And those people are being allowed into our country and being ushered into our country. And it's just sick. So that's a big thing. And of course, energy, because energy started this whole disaster. And, and you know, again, without the energy, you wouldn't have had Afghanistan and you wouldn't have had certain things uh, happening. But you take a look at energy with Ukraine, energy with almost everything involves energy. If you make donuts, if you make uh, anything you make has to do. And when they ended our energy, we were energy independent. Think of this. We we're energy independent. We were soon going to be energy dominant. We would have been bigger than Saudi Arabia and Russia combined. And I won't say times two, but pretty close to times two. We were going to supply the world and they just ended it. It was shocking, the shock. And that caused that started the rise of inflation. It also gave Putin so much money because, remember, we had it down to $40 a barrel. When it went up to $130 a barrel, that war is very inexpensive by comparison to the kind of money he was taking in. So that would have and that's another way of stopping it, by the way. If you could get it down to $40, $50 a barrel, he wouldn't be able to have the war. It would stop. Other than that, you'd have to talk to him and you have to reason with him. But that should have never, ever happened. So it's a reverse said. But I'd strengthen the border and I'd give us plenty of energy and I'd stop with all the nonsense because it's so sad. I mean, when you look at the stupidity of all electric cars, you have no choice. They don't go very long. You know, I have a friend, he wants to take a drive in the country, but he doesn't have enough and he juices it up. It takes him hours and hours. And then if he gets stuck, he's in big trouble. He's in big trouble. They don't go long enough. And it's the whole thing is ridiculous. Let the market take care of that. But uh, you have to bring back the energy. You have to bring it back. You have to stop with the windmills all over the place that are all made in China, by the way, and Germany, but mostly in China. Uh, and I think very importantly, we have to seal up our border fast and we have to get the bad cookies. We have to get them out of our country because we have terrorists here. We have people that came in not only on the plane from Afghanistan, you know, that ride from Afghanistan. If you take a look at the people on the plane, those were not, they, those were the strongest and the fittest and the people that could rush the plane the best. Okay. You're going to pay a big price for those flights and you're going to pay a bigger price for all of the people that are coming in from all over the world. 129, I guess uh, two months ago, was 135 different countries. Most yeah. people don't even know you have that many countries. So it's, uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of work to do. 
the biggest problem is millions and millions of people are here. Now you say, how do you get them out? How do you get them out? How do you get, because I believe the number is probably 10 million, not three or 4 million. You know, they say 2 million. It's not 2 million, but I believe the real number is 10 million. So that's like bigger than New York City at 8 million, Mm. bigger than New York City. And I think the numbers may be much higher than that. And many of those people are not people that we want in our country. And the Hispanics know that, by the way. They know it better than we do. They know they know it so well. And that's why they voted for me in such big numbers. You well, look at my Miami yeah. numbers yeah. in Miami, what I did, nobody's ever seen numbers like that as a Republican. And they felt that they were going to be secure. And that's what they were. Yeah. Not so much now. No. Mm-hmm. And, and along those lines, a moment ago, you mentioned uh, defunding the police. And there seem to be a lot of policies that Democrats heading into midterms maybe don't want to discuss because you're seeing Democrats like Katie Hobbs and John Fetterman and Mandela Barnes not wanting to debate, but also Republicans. Who suffers more, Republicans or Democrats, when they don't show up to debate and give answers to the electorate? Well, you have to debate, and it's going to be very interesting because Oz is a very good man. He wants to debate. And Fetterman, who is actually somebody that always got a lot of votes, but now he's not the same person. And, you know, the people of Pennsylvania need somebody that's going to be out there and making a case for Pennsylvania, whether it's energy, which, by the way, they're killing. The Democrats have killed the energy industry in Pennsylvania and obviously Texas and Oklahoma and every other place. But you look at what's happened with what they've done to jobs and Fetterman cannot go and, you know, do it effectively. And Oz is a very capable guy. Now, they say they have a debate coming up, but the debate is long after the. The fake votes, you know, I call them the fake votes start. That's the mail-in ballots. We shouldn't have mail-in ballots unless somebody's very, very sick or it's military far away. We should go to paper ballots like they did in France. 36 million people, they had no disputes, they had no one, there was paper ballots and it was one day voting. They didn't store them over there in the corner and you see the boxes moving all over the place. They didn't do that. Uh, They should go to one day voting. They should go to paper ballots and you would have elections that everybody could be proud of. Because right now, this country is a laughing stock all over the world. They're laughing at our stupid elections. But with all of that being said, they have a debate in Pennsylvania that's long into the mail-in ballots. Yeah. So a lot of the ballots will be already in. And I had that, too, with, with uh, Biden, where I was my, the second debate. It was a great debate. But so many of the ballots were already in. I mean, they used... Yeah. They used the pandemic. They used COVID, or as I call it, because I want to be accurate, the China virus. But they used the China virus in order to cheat. So a lot of these ballots were already in. Where they came from, nobody knows, but they came. And the debate, well, they have the same thing. They have a debate after a lot of the votes are already cast. So, you know, and I have a feeling he's not going to show up to that debate. He'll find some reason that he's not going to show up. You see a lot of Democrats bailing out. Sir, you have dealt with uh, censorship, cancel culture, unlike any American politician in history. You've tried to create the solutions. You have truth. You've helped Bolsonaro in Brazil. Um, when you look now that there's evidence that the government itself was assisting this for over the last few years, what would you do to get federal agencies out of the business of refereeing speech in America? Well, the elections have been unfair for So many reasons. Uh, Number one, stuffing the ballot box. And that's sort of the easy one. Everyone sees it, whether it's 2000 mules or hundreds of other ways. 
uh, and using the pandemic, as we said. But, you know, now we're finding things like the FBI telling Facebook, yeah. don't go there, don't use it. Yeah. That's on the Biden. Now, if you look at your favorite pollsters, like John McLaughlin came up with a poll and he said it's a 17 point difference. It is. 17 points. I won anyway. But 17 points is, you know, that's big stuff. Had they been allowed to use that and they were virtually, I don't know if they were told or asked not to or convinced not to, but whatever, they were not able to use it. And I saw it in New York where only the New York Post went with it. Yeah. And uh, throughout the country, nobody else. And then even the New York Post was canceled, yeah. if you remember. You so couldn't talk about off? that no. subject. No. And there are still subjects you can't talk about. Well, you can't talk. They don't let you talk about the election. That's why you'll probably have to cut half of this stuff out. But they, <laughs> otherwise, you won't have a show. Yeah, say, that shows off the air. But I have Fair a feeling you two are going to be just fine. But they don't talk about the election. No, the election is the number one thing they will not talk about because they know they can't justify it. They know the numbers are fake. And there's tremendous evidence. You know, the uh, unselect committee of political, I always say, of political thugs and thieves and, you know, the people on that committee, that's the real beauties, right? But the unselect committees, when you look at it, they didn't do anything on the election fraud. They, no. they only do people that are talking about wanting fair elections. In other words, people that are questioning the election, those people have gone through hell, but they didn't do anything to the people that cheated who are numerous and they know who they are. And they also didn't talk about the fact that I recommended 10 to 20,000 soldiers through the Secretary of Defense and other people there. And if you had not 10,000 or 20,000, but 500 soldiers or 250 soldiers, you wouldn't have a January 6th mm -hmm. as it was. And uh, they don't talk about that. It's pretty amazing when you think about yeah, you it. You found so. those documents. You definitely ordered them on January yeah. 2nd. Yeah. They were offered yeah. on January 2nd. And we reported on it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing, right? Mr. President, you fly all over the country. You have your finger on the pulse of, of American sentiment. But two months ago, roughly, the FBI descended upon this property uh, and rifled through your property. A lot of folks have talked about how they can reform the FBI, what needs to happen uh, for for Americans' trust to be reinstilled in the FBI. Your thoughts? Well, they've got a long way to go. This was a bad thing for them. It was a bad thing for the country. Uh, the world was watching. And uh, we got some beautiful helicopter shots of the property. It's a beautiful <laughs> property. But the world was watching when they yeah. did that. And that was an incredible thing to do. It was a horrible thing to do. It's like a police state. And a lot of people saying that our country has gone down in so many different ways. When you look at what's happening with uh, the financial, when you look at what's what this uh, terrible look, inflation is just eating our people alive. It's eating them alive. And now it's going higher and higher. And I don't know if you've been watching, but over the last three, four days, energy prices are yeah. going oh, are. much higher. Yep. So, so many things are wrong. But when that happened, it really set our country back. Now you can only say, and you can only hope that that's going to be a good thing because we'll learn by it and they'll do whatever has to be done. But it all starts from the top. It has to start from the top. And I, I can say, you know, we ran an operation that was much different. They didn't do this kind of thing. It's just uh, endemic to Democrats. And when you look at voting and voting fraud, it just seems that Democrats do it and they do it very well. And that's all they do very well. Because, you know, when you look and I say this on occasion, uh, defund the police, no voter ID. I mean, 
all of these things, open borders, open, who wants open borders with people coming in by the millions, millions and millions. And again, I believe 10, maybe even 12 million people, not 3 million people, but who wants these things? Uh, high energy prices, uh, no fuel, no this, everything has to be for a car that goes for an hour and a half. And then you have to do something. I don't know what you do. You get out and you start and, and yeah. the, the time it takes to, you know, to, I, I have to tell. So there's a certain congressman, nice guy, in a certain state, and he always drives into Washington. And he's very, it's like a six, seven hour drive. But he always, he said, this drive has turned out to be a disaster. He wanted to do his thing for the environment, which it doesn't help the environment. Because when you look at what they have to do to the ground, to our earth, and by the way, everything's located in China. Yeah. We have oil under our feet for gasoline. But everything over there is located. This is like a Chinese dream because all of the minerals, all of the everything they need to make that battery just the way they want, it's located in China or areas like the Congo that it sounds to me like China controls the Congo yeah. because they're smart. They said, that's where we have a certain something. But think of it. These batteries, everything comes from China and we have everything here. They don't need that anymore. We have, I call it liquid gold. We have all this liquid gold under our feet and they don't want to use it. So it's very sad, but uh, we can only hope that things are so foolish, so stupid right now. And you know, the American people have a lot of common sense. When people say you conservative, I say, no, I'm a, a common sense person. You can call it conservative or call me a radical liberal. I don't care. <laughs> it's called common sense. We want borders, we want a strong military, we want great education, we want low interest rates, as low as we can. That's another thing that's happening. The interest rates are going through the roof. So there are a lot of problems with this country right now. We had it, this was prior to COVID coming in, the day before, there was nobody. I mean, there was never a country like this. We were just... African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, women, men, education, no number one in your class at MIT, or you don't have a high school diploma. Everybody was doing well. And the country was coming together. I was saying the other day, I was telling people, how do you get the country together? When we were just prior to COVID, it was so good. I was getting calls from people that you would be shocked. You would have a major news story, okay? Because he <laughs> likes those news stories. But he would have breaking news. Guilty. But I was getting calls from people that I would have never even thought, can we get together? The countries who are doing well. I mean, it was amazing. And then we had COVID and then we did it again. And we did Operation Warp Speed and yeah. did a great job with that. Never got the right credit for that, but that's okay. Never get credit for anything, but we did a great job. And then it came and we handed back a higher stock market than it is today. Pretty amazing. And by the way, a higher stock market than was even pre-COVID, mm -hmm. which is even yeah. more amazing when yeah. you think about it. Sure. But the one thing that, if you look at the horrible thing that the country, the horrible experience that the country is having right now, and we're hurting the world very badly too, and the world's hurting us also because they don't think about America first, they think about themselves first, but the whole world is actually doing very, very badly if you look. But the one thing is that when we do what has to be done, people will accept it. And maybe especially on crime, because you can't let packs of, people, not necessarily young people either, packs of thugs by the hundreds walk into a big store, run in through the windows, break the glass, break the doors, and then just steal everything in, the, in a matter of minutes and have the police out there. 
not doing anything, not their fault, because they're told not to do it. And if they do do it, they're going to lose their pension. They're going to lose their job. They're going to lose their family. You have to give authority back to the police. They know how to stop this stuff. But when you look at the kinds of crime and then you have the individuals just beating up people coming out of nowhere and whacking somebody on the back of the head with a bat. I mean, I don't I've been watching the news for a long time. I've never seen anything like like what's going on now. This is like this was not civilization anymore. So I do believe that it will be very acceptable to do what you have to do to get the country back on track. Even other foreign countries, I have friends in France, I have friends in other places, and they call and they see the same kind of crime scenes that we have, you know, punching people in the face, beating up the woman the other day so badly, so horribly, kicking her in the face so viciously. And they see that in France. You know, it's played all over the world. This isn't played like just within our borders. And they call and they say, is it really that bad? I said, no, it's worse. It's worse. So... We have to authorize our police to do what you have to do because nobody can live like that. People are afraid to walk outside to buy a loaf of bread and we have to change that. Mr. President, I got to go just loud and last question. People are going to walk into that ballot box on November 8th. What's the question you want them to ask before they pull that lever? Well, I think they're going to start by asking who's going to solve crime. And that's Republicans because it really is going to be who's going to solve crime. And the second question, some people think it's the first, I think it's maybe the second, is inflation. Because inflation is absolutely killing the American family. It's killing businesses, killing everybody. But inflation is a real problem. We also have a dollar. You know, it sounds good to say a strong dollar, but the other currencies are purposely weak and they're stealing all our business. You know, it's too long and too complicated to talk about. But having a strong dollar makes it, makes it very hard for the United States to sell Caterpillar tractors that are made here. Mm -hmm. It makes it very hard for people to come here. I have properties in Europe that are doing unbelievable business because the pound is way down. In Japan, the yen is yeah. down. In China, their currency is way, way down. You know, I used to fight with China. I said, you're not gonna let your currency go down. And if we used to have fights over it, the yuan. And I'd say, you can't do it, setting records. And I fought them very hard and I had it at least get up because, you know, when it goes down to a certain level, our companies and this country can't compete with it. You take a look at what's happening. And it sounds great to have a strong dollar. Sounds great. But it's usually inverse, if that makes sense. And it makes it very hard for us to compete. There are some advantages to it, but there's some tremendous disadvantages and it's really hurting the country. Well, Mr. President, on behalf of Real America's Voice and Justin, you thank you for spending so much time with us today, and uh, we look forward to interviewing again sometime. Thank well, you. I want to thank you for doing a great job. You are a courageous man, thank and I so. want to thank you and compliment you on behalf of a lot of people. Thank you, sir. It means thank a you. Lot. Thank, thank you, John. Thank, thank you very much. You know, he is a courageous man, that John Solomon. You know, I like John Solomon of just the news, but I just do not understand why he throws so many softballs to Bradford Raffensperger when everyone knows that Bradford Raffensperger is a lying son of a bitch. To use the words of the Filipino congressman, might I say before we get to this is news tonight, I thought that speak was Guamanian, not Filipino. Ha <laughs>
watch him pop up. Anyways, so uh, to be continued on This Is News at 10 p.m. Central Time after tonight's show. The uh, uh, to be continued, the drama of whether or not a speak uneasy the bartender is Guamanian or Filipino. We will get to the bottom of this, no matter who's on top tonight on This Is News <laughs> with the bartender and the brat. <laughs> Anyways, so John Solomon, who throws softballs at Bradford Raffensperger, even though it was far more than severe mismanagement during the 2020 election. Great, great, great interview there with the president, John Solomon and Amanda Head. Questions from the audience. Did Amanda Head get a facelift? I was like, I don't know. A facelift and a tummy tuck and um, a gastrointestinal armband. <laughs> Jeez almighty, she has definitely changed. At least uh, she has a neck now. Like, she has a neck. <laughs> it used to be just chins. Okay, sorry. Sorry, she used to look like John Solomon, just the woman. <laughs> Version of him, look. <laughs> Imagine John Solomon with a wig and lipstick. That's what Amanda used to look like. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm going to have to go out and mute this. I'm being a jerk. Okay. <laughs> the only reason why I'm being a jerk is because he throws softballs at Brad Raffensperger. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Creative writer says plastic surgery or an actor in a mask. No, 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 no. Here's the deal, creative writer. If you have a fat person, you can't have an actor in a mask who looks skinnier than them. I mean, there's no mask that could hold up those jowls, okay? Like... <laughs> Don't make me deliver you. Do not make me deliver you a comedy hour, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> During news hour, okay? <laughs> so, just point blank, period. You cannot have a face. Look, isn't it funny? Look at here's what's funny. Look, look at the little ticker tape at the very bottom of this. Look, watch. <laughs> The little ticker tape says, most will wear a mask at some point. Are they talking about the Amanda head fat mask? <laughs> no, they're not. Stop being mean, America. Stop it. Just go to thecereport.com. Subscribe to the C Report at your favorite podcasting station. And get ready for a bunch of laughs. Tam Growl says, I honestly did not recognize her. <laughs> Timba Jet, you did not have to gift the ship. Thank you so much. Look at my pilled new era. I'm warfare. Risoa, keist, empt, gypped, amp, amptosat. 
Timbajet, I think you're getting a little bit too excited there at the end of your um, <laughs> text. Because I, you did that last night, Timbajet. Last night, Timbajet, I was trying to decipher and demystify your text. But I was like, you know, he's excited. <laughs> So I was like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I I understand your sentiments. We were talking about Putin and the likes last night here at the Sea Report. Yeah, I got a lot more to say about that. If I'm not being Timbajet, thank you so much again for that ship. I appreciate your support of this broadcast. Thank you again. But I got to say, you know, a lot of thoughts came across my path. On the topic of Russia and Ukraine last night, you know, I was very nervous yesterday because, you know, yesterday I presented to you um, Ava Bartlett talking about and sharing with you her experience in the Donbass and everything that she has been through in exposing the Western-backed lies and deception and propaganda about what is truly occurring in Ukraine in regard to Russia and the Ukrainian government, corrupt as it is, with what Burisma holding, with what the Biden crime family, with what Barack Obama, with what President Zelensky, with who Fusion GPS, with who Am I going to have to throw Cambridge Analytica into the mix as well to get you all to understand the extent of the deception that we have all been thrown into? And yet here I am on my little broadcasting network merely trying to share with you all a little bit of truth. Call me a communist. Call me what you will. I thank you all again for your support. you think that this irregular warfare has not gotten so convoluted and so controversial that everyone's being called up to bat? We're all being called up to bat and everyone is being called up basically to like show our papers. Do you feel it coming on, ladies and gentlemen? That's what they want. It is what they want. Timbajet says, the Russians just started up a laser that could take out all satellite surveillance of the world. I have no reason to doubt Timbajet. You know, the Russians did say that they had more advanced, they had more modern weapons and weapon systems than the West had. And yet I have everyone totally divided and distracted with Putin and Russia. Really? Really? Is that part of the program? 
Because, you know, the more I look into it, this is what I see. They want me, they want someone like me to be totally distracted with Russia and defending my point of view. That's what they want. They don't want me talking about election integrity. They don't want me talking about election fraud. They don't want me talking about the 2020 election and the stolen elections and how Biden and his regime and whomever his handlers are and those who back him up and those who have been in his ear the entire time have overthrown, defrauded, and stolen an election from an entire nation of people who came forth to cast their vote of confidence in the individual they thought they participated. They willingly participated. They took their time out of their day to actually participate in an activity of self-governance in declaration of their sovereignty and liberty over they whom they believe will most best represent their will and belief. Disenfranchised, lied to, stolen, defrauded, taken away on November 3rd, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, these actions that transpired at this time and what? Two years later to be forgotten? Two years later for us not to even cast a shadow of recognition on America First Policy Institute? I get it. Maybe you're playing your part. Maybe you're playing your part in the continuance of governance. America First Policy Institute. Do you think that all of these people are playing their part? All of these people who are saying nothing? All of these people who are saying not a single word about the theft and the lies and the deception of the 2020 election? Do you think they're playing their part? Should we give them the benefit of doubt? Even though we ask them to be 100% with us now and they lie to our faces? Do we give them the benefit of doubt? Or do we just laugh? For all is lost in America. This is just the final act and the entertainment that we seek as the world crashes into its own conclusions. Is that what I have to look forward to? I have to look forward to America? Me? Mr. C in America, this is what I have to look forward to. You are what I have to look forward to. I'm asking you now. Silence. Silence. Silence, mon frères. Whether at Rumble, whether at Odyssey, Twitch, Pilled, Foxhole.app.
let's see what else we got coming up for you guys tonight here at the Sea Report. I told you guys we had a few stories to share. I told you it was going to be a light night. It's not going to be a heavy night. You know, we got This Is News coming up at 10 p.m. Central Time, you know. We've got... Um, We've got wishes to fulfill and dreams to make, so to speak. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me see. What am I doing here? There we go. Boom! All right, guys. Who is this man on the screen? You're probably wondering who this man on the screen is. <clears throat> I, bring, I bring unto you... Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, an election story. An election story. This in regards to an election software CEO who has been arrested in regards to data theft. There are a lot of election stories, guys. I highly recommend, in, in addition to reposting Today's episode over at pill.net and the foxhole.app. Just click that little recycle looking button, right? Go into Lone Star News this afternoon, Tarrant County, Texas. You can't make this up, guys. These stories, you can't make them up. It's all reality. Reality stranger than fiction, sometimes far more richer than fiction. Reality is... Let me tell you what, humans can do things that the imagination could never dream. <laughs> and that was the essence of this afternoon's story on Lone Star News. Go listen, watch, repost, share the link. Pill.net, thecreport.com, rumble, follow, share, etc. Election story software CEO at Conic Election Software arrested over data thefts. Speaking of secure elections, right? Now, in the vein of election stories and fraud and integrity, whatever side of the coin they fall on, here at the C Report, this one's a little bit different because it deals with an individual who is directly connected with a company that involves themselves with manufacturing software for elections. We told a story quite similar this afternoon during Lone Star News because Hader Garcia, former executive employee at Smartmatic in Venezuela, is now employed as the Tarrant County Election Administrator. That's how these stories are told, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's talk about this fellow here at Conic Election Software. Election Software CEO arrested over data theft, storing data on servers in China. Oh, you mean it gets worse than the fact that he was an election software CEO? Stealing election data theft. He was also sending them to a data a center storage server in China. Of all places, 
The head of Conic Corporation, a Michigan-based software company, was arrested on October 4th for allegedly stealing and storing personal data of Los Angeles County elections workers on servers in China. Conic CEO Eugene Yu, 51, was arrested in Michigan on charges of stealing the personal identity information of Los Angeles County election workers, according to Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Investigators also seized computer hard drives and other digital data relevant to the case. The office stated that it would seek use extradition to Los Angeles. According to the office, Connick won a five-year, $2.9 million contract with Los Angeles County in 2020 for an election worker management system named Poll Chief Software that was used by the county in the last California election. The software was designed to assist with poll worker assignments, communications, and payroll. Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon said in a statement. Now, you guys might remember District Attorney Soros-funded, appointed DA Gascon. No one smells like Gascon. No one yells like Gascon. No one gets a three-time offending, sex offender, child-raping, illegal immigrant off like Gascon. Yes, it's this guy, Gascon, guys. Okay, that one. The same one, okay, in Los Angeles. Now, under the contract, Connick was supposed to securely maintain the data and only provide access to U.S. citizens and permanent residents, but investigators found that the company stored the data on servers in China. In this case, the alleged conduct had no impact on the tabulation of votes and did not alter elections, but security in all aspects of any election in, is essential so that we all have full faith in the integrity of the election process said Gascon, in addition to getting off three-time rape-offending illegal immigrants, Gascon. Now, here's the alleged ties to the Communist Party of China. The New York Times reported on October 3rd that Connick had become the target of allegations that the company has ties to the Chinese Communist Party and had given China access to the personal data of 2 million poll workers in the United States. The software company denied having any ties to the CCP and said all of its data was stored on servers in the United States, according to the report. Use arrest comes weeks after Connick filed a lawsuit on September 12th against True the Vote a nonprofit vote monitoring organization in Texas for making false and racist accusations against the company. So do you guys get what this is telling you right here, right? For those of you paying attention, Conic Election Software Company is a company named by True the Vote as what?
Are you guys paying attention to this? Do you need all the people who are corralled by True the Vote and their election pit to tell you this? Or did you get it? Or uh, did I miss something? Is there someone that could give me a bone here? Am I figuring this out on my own? Right? Because I don't know. I don't listen to these other shows. So you tell me. Right? It, are, are, is this article telling me that Conic is named by True the Vote as one of the companies who's involved in these election uh, trafficking and otherwise maleficent schemes for election fraud? Because even though I'm not in the pit and I don't know who the hell they're talking about, it seems to me that this might be one of those companies they're talking about. Am I wrong? Someone throw me a bone. Give me an article. Is anyone writing articles about this crap? I mean, come on. I'm not in the pit. I can't tell you about this crap unless I'm reading it here. You tell me. Is this part of the dissemination process Greg Phillips is talking about? Come on. Throw a brother a bone, bitches. All right. Okay, here we go. They're going to be like, Mr. C, you called us bitches, so no. Someone is going to be all, don't call your audience bitches, Mr. C, because it's not professional and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I am not taking any kind of pointers or advice on how to run my show at this time. So keep your opinion to yourself. With that said, let's continue this art. Uh, I was going to say, let's continue this argument. Let's continue this article. True the vote lauded Los Angeles County's rapid action in the... You guys understand I'm not attacking True the Vote, right? You get that, right? I'm not. I have been supporting True the Vote longer than most people on this network have. Anyways, okay, back to this. True the Vote lauded Los Angeles County's rapid action in the case and said Connick had obtained an emergency temporary restraining order to limit the organization's ability to speak about the litigation. True the Vote was sued last month by Connick to try to silence our organization, including obtaining an ex parte TRO conducted in secret so that True the Vote had no opportunity to contest it, the organization said in a statement. Today, Connick CEO Eugene Yu was arrested based on alleged evidence of the very activities he and his organization attempted to suppress. Interesting story, guys. Very interesting story. You know there's a lot more going on here than meets the eye. At Christine C. Bitches, LOL. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, creative writer says, yes, Conic and you specifically was mentioned by True the Vote. It was mentioned in the pit. That's what I'm saying. They totally, they corralled and compartmentalized information, right? You know, because I don't listen to other people's shows. So I have to go listen to them now, right? You know what? I'll let you guys go listen to them. That's where my audience went. Okay, so... <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, they could be helping everyone, but I mean, if they're talking about dissemination, but they're talking to people who fucking sequester their information and put it behind paywalls and are otherwise just jerks and uh, like frat boy douches about it. What kind of work are they trying to accomplish? Really? Anyways. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Let me see. What else do these, um, what else do these, uh, chats say okay 
<laughs> I was not expecting that kind of a response, but thank you. I love you all. Okay. <laughs> was not expecting that response. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you. Okay. You see what I'm saying, right? I mean, I get it. I mean, someone said something about the pit being the place that you trap all the people. Anyways, okay, I'm not going to repeat that. Um, Where are we? Okay, where are we? I'm trying to go through you guys' comments before we move on. I told you today's going to be a light episode, guys. We're not doing a lot of heavy digging tonight. It's Wednesday. It's my heavy show day. We still got some good information coming out to you all. We got some perspectives. I think you guys have gotten your show's worth. And you've been amazing tonight, y'all. I love you all. Thank you so much for being part of the audience. Skeeter Burke, Timber Jet, Subpack Vet, Speak Uneasy, all you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Tam Growl. Did you hear that, Speak Uneasy? It's Tam Growl. <laughs> Okay. Um, what are you guys talking about? Even the simple act of moving through water can slowly magnetize the whole subpack vet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you all are going on about over there. If we call the shit shows fan shitheads, I think calling Mr. C's audience's bitches works for me. Oh, shut up. No, you guys are not bitches. You guys are, you guys are repeat offenders. Okay. You guys are not bitches. The bitches are the ones out there. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Raven 2000? Oh, thank you that. Raven says, who cares about others? We love you here. <laughs> Make people here great again. Not gay. What are you talking about, creative writer? Tam Growl. That's right. You got it. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to our next story for tonight, guys. All right. Let's move on to our next story. It has to do with blood, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, not that one. There we go. It has to do with blood. You know, actually, um, well, you know, President Trump talked about it with Amanda, uh, Amanda Belly, uh, weight belt, <laughs> a facelift head, and John throw softball question Solomon about COVID-19 and the China virus. So I thought I would share this story with you. Actually, it even came up in the chats the other night when we were having some chats the other night, right? During the show. And I think it was Tam Gural, right? Tam Gural, because she's great, right, Tam Gural? had mentioned that the Jehovah's Witnesses were actually pretty smart because they refused blood transfusions. And in this era of COVID-19 vaccinated and otherwise, um, how would you say? 
COVID-19 vaccinated and polluted blood, right? Dirty blood with, with COVID-19 vaccinations in it, right? With little like what? Little like uh, uh, sp spike proteins running, spike proteins running around in the blood the blood sack, right? Like little gremlins of the, little gremlins of the COVID nineteen vaccine, right? Little, little uh, I don't know filaments and uh, otherwise uh, deadly things that turn into things when things are introduced. You know who wants to deal with this crap in your MNRA, where your blood turns itself into its own enemy, right? So, uh, yeah, that came up in the chat the other night. And then this story came up and I was like, well, this is an interesting story to throw on an off night. Now, there apparently there was a doctor who was just confounded. A doctor was confounded because a patient refused to take a blood transfusion to save their own very life. If the blood that was to be donated per the transfusion was from an individual who accepted a COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> I'm telling you, gentlemen, who did not get COVID-19 vaccines, your sperm will be worth a lot of money in the future. You can take that to the bank, ladies and gentlemen. So let's catch up on this story. This is a weird story. This is kind of a story like you might expect to hear on. This is news with the Speak Uneasy and Mr. C from the C Report. And it says, doctor surprised as patient refuses to receive blood transfusion if donor had been vaccinated against COVID-19. <laughs> this is a great story, y'all. Check it out. Check it out now. It goes this way. It says, a doctor by the name of Stephanie Cooper shared on her Twitter this past Sunday that she was surprised when one of her patients declined to receive a blood transfusion if the donor had been vaccinated against COVID-19. Dr. Stephanie Cooper is a Calgary-trained obstetrician-gynecologist and maternal fetal medicine specialist with Alberta Health Services. So this was a first for me. A patient declined a blood transfusion if the donor had received a COVID vaccine, she wrote. Another doctor replied and expressed the same sentiment. Sadly, we've had a couple of patients here with the same beliefs. And there is a copy of that tweet. There is a copy of that tweet. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. I just had a sneezing fit. So it, that's interesting, right? I mean, come on. That's to be expected if you ask me. I mean, hello. Like you want, you know, you know, people who have unprotected sex have the same question to ask if they're even conscious of that question. Do I need to worry about my DNA having been influenced by this mRNA instruction list? And will that DNA be reflected in my semen as it passes unto the vaginal or the rectum of my partner? 
But, you know, they don't think about these things. Instead, we got monkeypox, ladies and gentlemen. We got monkeypox, okay? So don't worry about your mutant sperm, okay, and whatever it's producing. <laughs> monkeypox, gay people, monkeypox, okay? That, you know what? For all we know, the mutant sperm of COVID-19 from the mutated DNA is the monkeypox, but whatever, okay? So... <laughs> I'm telling you, blood, trans blood transfusions prevent many women from dying from childhood. This is a new twist of risk versus benefit counseling. I was not expecting Dr. Cooper responded on the tweet. Look, blood transfusions have saved so many of my patients from dying in childbirth. I can't request non-COVID vax blood. Blood banks don't register vax status. We barely have enough blood as it is. Donate blood, save mothers, enough, Cooper tweeted. One user responded to one of her tweets saying, some of us remember the 80s. Took a while for doctors to catch on then too. Another user said, People had to endure a lot of mudslinging and vitriol over the last two years. Why would they compromise this now? And people in the United Kingdom also remember this. And they share an article from hemophilia.org.uk. The contaminated blood scandal, the hemophilia society, in the 1970s and 1980s, 4,689 people with hemophilia and other bleeding disorders were infected with HIV and hepatitis through blood transfusions. Two registered nurses said they lost faith in the medical community. What is even worse is people now refuse medical care because they don't trust the profession anymore. I was a nurse for 31 years and understand what they are feeling. I, lost, I have lost faith in our profession after all this. Me too, RN, since 1990, tired of it all, don't trust 95% of the medical professionals I know. Sad. These are all uh, tweets that we're reviewing here. Twitter user Doctor from New York claimed in his tweet that blood transfusions of mRNA vaccinated persons to children, especially vaccinated within 30 days, can cause life threatening clots or emboli or emboli that can kill the child. And that's from Doctor from New York, a tweet. My warning to hospitals. Do not transfuse the blood of mRNA vaccinated persons' blood to children, especially vaccinated within 30 days. It can cause an unnecessary activation of the clotting factors and can cause a life-threatening clot or emboli that can kill the child. It can be recalled, the Gateway Repundit reported, Cornelia Hertzler of Hot Springs, Montana, who gave birth to Alexander on January 3rd, 2022. 
Miss Hertzler told the Gateway Pundit that her one-month-old baby died from a blood clot caused by receiving COVID-vaccinated blood during a blood transfusion. He died after getting a blood transfusion of vaccinated blood, Hertzler claimed. He got a blood clot instantly after receiving his transfusion, a blood clot that no blood thinner could resolve. Later on, after our authorization had expired, we only authorized a blood transfusion in case of an emergency during an operation. The doctor gave him a blood transfusion because his hemoglobin levels were a little low. We had not given permission for this, and the doctor knew we did not want vaccinated blood because we were worried about blood clots. The next day after the transfusion, they discovered a blood clot. Sad, guys. So, so sad. According to the American Red Cross, they don't label blood products as containing vaccinated or unvaccinated blood as the COVID-19 vaccine does not enter the bloodstream and possess no safety risks to the recipient. According to a study... supported by the Ministry of Research, Innovation, and Digitalization of Romania and published on the NIH website, the mRNA vaccine can be detected in blood at 15 days post-vaccination, contrary to Red Cross claims. In conclusion, we showed that BNT162b2 vaccine mRNA remains in the systemic circulation of vaccinated individuals for at least two weeks, during which it likely retains its ability to induce S-protein expression in susceptible cells and tissues. And plasma mRNA was immediately detectable at just hours following vaccination, remained detectable when sampled at 6 and 15 days. Pretty crazy, guys. Pretty crazy. Loco. Loca. Loco, loca. Ladies and gentlemen. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? All right, y'all. That's going to bring us to our final story for tonight. Hope you guys are having a great evening. Thank you so much for gifting the can sub pack vet over there at pill.net and foxhole.app. Your donations, your... um. Support is all appreciated, whether you do that by gold pill, cash app, PayPal, spreading the links, or purchasing from our online store at uh, Shop Mr. C Online, access it at www.thecreport.com. Much appreciated, my friends. Much appreciated. But the final story for tonight. You guys might be wondering about this little um, uh, 
icon here on the screen. This is news. That's right. Medical Association seeks DOJ investigations into people who are against trans surgery for kids. What kind of poppycock is this? Well, guys, I might say you could expect a story like this on a show like This Is News from The Speak Uneasy. Check it out tonight, guys, 10 p.m. Central. It'll be on directly after the C Report here at Mr. CTV and on the Speak Uneasy's channel, whether you're over at Twitch, YouTube, Pilled.net, or the Foxhole.app. Check out the Speak Uneasy's channel for This Is News. It happens every Wednesday night. We have a pretty good time over there at This Is News. It's kind of a midweek wind down from all of the seriousness of the world. Let me tell you what, guys. You might expect to hear a story like the next story I'm about to share with you on a show like This Is News. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you might expect to hear a story like the story I'm about to share with you guys, where we have medical associations whom are actually inquiring of the Department of Justice to conduct criminal investigations into individuals who oppose transgender surgery for children, which they call gender assurance. Is that what that is? Gender assurance, right? Or gender confirmation? bias? Here we go, guys. It goes like this. Medical associations ask Biden's DOJ to investigate individuals against transgender surgeries for children. Yeah, isn't that crazy that in this day and age, this would actually be a headline and a story that we have to sit through and suffer or tolerate, depending on exactly where you are in the grand scheme of things. From Breitbart, three of the nation's leading medical associations asked President-select Joe Biden's Department of Injustice to investigate and prosecute journalists and parents who are concerned with hospitals and physicians who provide transgender surgeries to minors. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and Children's Hospital Association sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland urging him to take swift action to investigate and prosecute those who allegedly threaten or target hospitals and physicians who provide transgender surgery to minors. We cannot stand by as threats of violence against our members and their patients proliferate with little consequence. American Academy of Pediatrics President Moira Szyglaskia said, we call on the Department of Injustice to investigate these attacks and social media platforms to reduce the spread of misinformation, enabling them. Did you hear what she said, that woman? That woman, Moira Sizvzladgia? 
of the American Academy of Pediatrics. She wants the Department of Justice to investigate these attacks. And she wants social media platforms to reduce the spread of misinformation. The letter noted that Children's Hospital and their staff have faced increased threats via social media, along with harassing emails, phone calls, and protesters at healthcare sites. These coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families, the letter, the letter read. The letter comes after online activists, including Twitter accounts like Libs of TikTok, have raised awareness about children's hospitals providing transgender surgeries to minors. In August, Libs of TikToks reported that Children's National Hospital staff performs transgender surgeries on minors, including children younger than 16. The medical associations also called on big tech social media giants to do more to prevent this practical practice on digital platforms. We stand with the physicians, nurses, mental health specialists, and other healthcare professionals providing evidence-based health care, including gender-affirming care to children and adolescents, the letter added. Although Dr. Marissa Ladinsky, a University of Alabama pediatrics professor who provides gender-affirming care to trans children, claims pediatricians do not perform genital surgery on children, she admitted that mastectomies are included in the list of operations for transgender children. Other transgender health care given to children includes hormone therapy or puberty blockers. Investigative reporter Christopher Rufo noted that the Medical Association letter, Association's letter is part of the left's playbook and cited last year's example of the National School Boards Association's letter to the DOJ asking them to investigate parents who were opposed to critical race theory. This is now the left's playbook. Last year, the National School Board Association, Department of Justice, and FBI worked together to label parents who opposed critical race theory as domestic terrorists. Now, they want to stifle dissent, suppress speech, and criminalize opposition for parents who want to stop trans from happening in their schools. That's pretty crazy, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Pretty crazy indeed. But there you go. There you go, and there you have it. You might expect to read a bizarro story like that in some uh, off-color News report. Really? Are we reading the Shakespeare Times here? Federally approved medical associations are asking the Department of Justice to investigate parents who oppose transgender surgeries for children, otherwise known as child abuse and mutilation. 
but I guess what they would consider what? Gender affirming? Because my kid, who's a boy, wants to be She-Ra instead of Batman. You know what? I think I'll wait till my boy's about 18 to figure out whether or not he's a raging lesbian. Look at this one right here. Look at this raging lesbian. Look, here's the, here's the most confusing part about this, guys. You see this right here? Do you see this image? Come on. Let's expand it more. I want to I wanna blow this up so you guys can get my point. All right. Now, this is coming from a gay Latino. Ladies and gentlemen, please do understand. Do you see that right there? Do you see that? This was a woman. The image that you are seeing on the screen was a woman who cut their breasts off to become a man. Don't ask me how its genitals work below the belt. I don't know. I don't know if they pop it inside out or outside in, but this was a woman. Do you think this woman is sleeping with women or men? Do you see the level of sickness? This woman became a man to sleep with men? Sick? Distorted? Unnatural? Convoluted? Abomination. I think that brings the C report to a close for tonight. <laughs> I think that brings the C report to a close for tonight. Thank you all for being here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you guys on the flip side tomorrow. We got what? The Sea Report, 7.30 p.m. Central. Coming up next at 10 p.m. Central Time, right here on Mr. CTV or over at the Speak Uneasy's Lounge. Make sure you check out This Is News. It'll be an interesting night, ladies and gentlemen. Till then, be safe, be blessed. God bless America. We'll see you next time. This is Mr. C signing out. God love ya. Take care. We have become dependent on a corrupted, unsecure network, the so-called World Wide Web. This is not the intergalactic computer network we were promised. The web makes us vulnerable to hacking, tracking any form of digital attack. It's easily gamed, misused, and even abused. Censorship cancels.
cancel culture and de-platforming are symptoms of a larger problem. We're stuck in technological cul-de-sacs controlled by big tech whose interests take precedence over ours. Their technology is built around conditioning and addiction, control and domination. However, it doesn't have to be this way. Our solution is the quantum user experience. QUX or QUICKS. is your portal to a new digital universe. When you join Quix, you have unlimited access to whatever content you want. You can live stream, upload your own videos, audio, music, images, post and listen to podcasts. Quix even allows you to use Android apps and games. You deserve the online experience you want to have. Create collections or share new content with your family, community, or the world. You can pull content from other websites and platforms to Quix easily, or you can upload directly to Quix. Quix isn't a public It's an interface where anyone can publish and everyone can control their own digital experience. You can monetize your viral creations. Quix pays content creators double what other platforms offer with affiliate codes and other forms of monetization. Or just lean back and enjoy Quix. Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? 
drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald band talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. Uh, so you got your C report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do see in the dark, which is a late night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out! We got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now! Look out now! <laughs> oh no! It's wretched Gretchen Whitmer. What's up ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. C from The Sea Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecereport.com. At thecereport.com you can get more information on The Sea Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecereport.com, that's www.thecereport.com and be sure to follow us on our social medias truth social rumble twitch clout hub and pill.net check out the political truth apparel line Covefe rhino hunting season Secretary of Snakes, and more to come. Fun, fashionable, edgy, cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout.